Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. As moms, we are often juggling a million and one things. With our kids going in a million different directions and taking care of everyone else can mean that we often forget about ourselves. It's time to reclaim a little me time with some well-deserved self-care. And for us, that doesn't have to mean a lot. It can be picking a favorite product and taking a little extra time to do our daily routine. Dime Beauty offers clean, high-end skincare that is affordable and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. They are 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. You know we don't have the energy to remember the order of a 10-step routine, so we love that the work system keeps things simple for us and has everything you need in one powerful package with a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their beauty reviews are literally all five stars. If you haven't checked out Dime, it's time. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 
0.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. Well, part of the easy part about being heterosexual, besides your family not hating you, the easy part is that you guys have like a script. You have like a, yes. and of course the rules are confining and you don't want them and rooted in. But consistent. Yes, but consistent. Drop it like a hat, drop it like a hat, drop it like a hat. Natalie, what do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy. We have a problem solver on our hands. Her name is Ashley Gavin. She's not a problem finder. She is a problem solver. Um, I don't know if that's because she's a comedian or because she's just cool. I don't know. I don't know which one it is, but maybe it's both. Yeah, probably uh, both. I'm going to just give a little bit of an intro to Ashley. She's a stand-up comedian in New York. She's been featured on Netflix as a joke, Hulu, Comedy Central, and is best known for her viral crowd work videos on TikTok and Top Charting Podcast, which is We're Having Gay Sex. So Are you allowed to write sex on pod, like on Apple, or is it F, like, no, little it, it, Unfortunately, I made the bold choice to actually name my podcast that, and uh, we've been fighting the advertisers ever since. <laughs> Isn't that oh crazy? Gosh. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Putting the word sex, holding alcohol, like the whole thing. They're like, can't you just, can't you just not, can't you just be, keep it really PG? You're like, but would that be a reflection of who we really are? Yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a little silly. Yeah, I know. Um, you, I like this, right? You are the only angry lesbian beloved by all <laughs> including old straight white guys yeah i mean this bio is a little silly but uh i should probably update it but yeah i have we a running, always say that i have a running uh i i was i says this in the bio but i i was carnival cruise lines first openly gay performer so i spent a lot of time performing for like people that i really have very little in common with you know um, it's yes. like casinos. It's like casino people when you go yeah. to a casino and you don't know who you're going to get and they don't know you. So it's totally. kind of like a, you're like, it's almost like it's the best training because you have to give zero fucks. Like you yes, have yes, to yes. actually give zero fucks. Are you a comic? Yeah, we, we do like a comedy variety show, but when okay. we do, go to casinos, you know, sometimes these old white guys walk in and then it sometimes like they'll stay for the whole thing and they're laughing and they're into it. But like a lot of the time after about the first like 10 minutes, you see yeah. them get up and yeah. walk, out. walk out. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that in a rude way. No. I, I just uh, no, didn't no, realize. No, I didn't have an answer for you because we're not like a trained, like sure. with like, a, cause comedians have like a very, they have a craft. Right. We have a shit show. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you all have like, like people go and practice their scripts and we're very off the cuff. Like, yeah, yeah, we yeah. Have, yeah. So actually, when you when you were on Carnival cruises, like <laughs> cats afraid of cruises, how long were you on the cruise doing the comedy show? Not very long. Um, the the comics don't stay on the boat the way the other uh, contractors and employees do. So we're only on there like ten days. If it's, if it's crazy, we'll you know be doing something. I've never done this, but you'll be doing something maybe for fifteen days or a month if it's like maybe in Mediterranean cruise or something like that, but it's, it's really very it's short. Did you like it? Honestly? Yeah. I mean, like I was at the time I had no, nothing going on. So I was just very happy to be working. Um, <laughs> was it hard? Yeah, it was really hard. It was, 
one of the, well, the first cruise was really the, the hardest one. They put me out of Galveston, Texas. And um, where are you guys, LA? Toronto. Toronto, Canada. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I should have known you're on the East Coast. Cool. Okay. <laughs> um, I've never podcasted with anyone in Toronto. It feels like it's always LA or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. we're just yeah, Toronto yeah. girls. Toronto moms over here. So uh, did you have to like, did you have to go on and do a stand-up um, every night? Yeah. So we, you, you, for however long you're on the boat, you do five sets. So if it's a longer cruise, you might do 10 um, and they'll pay you double. But the first one was out of Galveston, Texas, very obviously Republican conservative area. Um, and I remember saying to the woman, like they originally had me out of Charleston, South Carolina. And I was like, they moved me to Galveston. And I was like, Hey, can you put me back on Charleston? Like I, it's my first one. And I would feel more comfortable going out of Charleston. And she was like, Oh no, we always put people out of Galveston. It's the easiest, easiest one. The crowds are the easiest. I was like, I don't think I'm going to, I don't think I'm like your other comedians and I think you should just put me back on the other one. And I went and I, like you were saying, I would just say that I'm gay. And I would say about a third of the room stood up and walked out. Oh God, it I was, could never imagine being a comedian. Just because you said you were gay. Like, yeah. you're, you're gay, you're a woman, you're gay. And they're like, and bye. I guess yeah. the best news with that is there's absolutely nothing you can do. There's no content that they're not liking. They just don't like you. Yeah, well, yeah, I know it's the irony is, I wish they'd stay, I don't know. It's It's like a weird, I had so many weird conversations with people. So many, like, you know, like people like praying for me and shit like that. It was like really like, very and then bizarre. you know like half of them probably have um gay like tendencies and want to be with you well, and there was, yeah yeah there was Wait, a woman did like they that try to hook up with you uh not not typically that kind of hateful evangelical group of people <laughs> but there was one there was one woman that really hated me and like wrote this note to uh the company being like, oh, she like tried to turn me gay and said that she would do all these things. And like, and like, yeah, it was, it was such a detailed note. I didn't say any of those things, obviously. Obviously. Um, yeah. So when I read the note from the staff and I had to go through this whole security measure and like all this stuff, it was like a really big pain in the ass. And uh, I remember thinking this woman's gay. Like, how could she have possibly heard in my set that I wanted to have sex with her and turn her gay? Like, how could yeah. she have possibly heard that? Yeah. From what I was saying, which had nothing to do with, you know, I make sexual jokes in my in my comedy, but like, I would never say that to someone who didn't, you know. I mean, like that. and that's that's how she heard it. Yeah, it's crazy. It was. Bananas. Oh, and then. And then when does she when she does come out, she's just gonna blame you. <laughs> right? Blame I couldn't me help or it. maybe celebrate me. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Let's hope, let's hope it's that. How long have you been doing stand-up? Like nine years. Uh yeah, nine years. So you have been through, has it always been um like I'm gay and these are the jokes? Like because you would have been seeing like this pendulum of like, right? You're here, and then so much has been changing in the nine years, right? Right. I, I, I came out, I come out like probably 14, no, even more 15, 16 years ago. So like, yeah, it's been, I've been out for a while. Um, how long, how old were you when you came out? Not that I'm asking how old you are and you're going to do the math, but how old were you? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm also happy to tell everybody that I'm ancient and I'm 
36. And uh, <laughs> I... <laughs> Thanks, Ashley. <laughs> well, you know, my audience is so young because they're from oh, TikTok. Yeah. So like, I feel super, I feel super old. Um, yeah. I don't know how you guys feel, but I feel... I feel like, but when you have the TikTok audience, they're almost inspired, like aspirationally. You know what I mean? Rather than like judgy. Like, I hope they're almost, so. Oh, they yeah. called me Chugi. They've called me a Chugi millennial. I've well, seen it. Listen, Uggs were Chugi last year, and now you can't find them. So, like, Chugi <laughs> means nothing. Let's just be honest. You know what I mean? No. Um, well, I'm, I hope to be, I aspire to be an Ugg one day. Um, but <laughs> so, what did I, excuse me, I'm on my first coffee if I seem a little bit. No, not at all. We, we, go ahead. So, what, you were, so you were in your 20s when you came out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I came out to my, self like around 19 or 20 i you know i started no i knew i was gay pretty young but i was trying to avoid it at all costs this is uh, a dumb question ashley were you a comedian kind of like aspirationally your whole like yeah, yeah, yeah. i always wanted coming to be, out? yeah okay. yeah yeah those are both things you kind of have to come out about actually um yeah and then when you were younger were your was your like was your com, your was not comedic was your like comedy around like did it change when you came out to being more oh, I wasn't sexual? a stand-up yet so I wasn't okay. really talking I understand your question because like it's really historically like interesting which comedians uh, which gay comedians are famous and almost all of them started in the closet like Ellen wow. you know obviously Wanda Sykes so like it is oh, a really yeah. it is a really interesting time because we have a lot of comedians who like started out of the closet and I think what you're seeing is they're having a much harder time. Like, there's not really one huge gay comedian, maybe Fortune Famester. You could argue Fortune Famester is sort of like a very popular, but she works clean. So she sort of is in her own category as well. So she doesn't talk a lot about sex. She'll talk about dating and stuff like that. But, you know, she's not super uh, crass. So it, it oh, is a very... Are you saying that, like, people don't have the... They're not... They don't have the they're not able to go there yet. Like, is that kind of, because that's I why when I think to some audiences, they're receptive to it, but like, I think it is a little bit of a harder, I think it's harder for women too. Like you hear about like everyone, everyone tore Amy Schumer to shreds on the internet over like talking about her sex life and other female comedians as well. I think it's just like harder for people to, and when I say people, I mean, I mean, bad people. I'm not talking about like Regular yeah. people. I mean, bad people. <laughs> it's funny because Chelsea Handler talks so much about her sex life, but a lot of um, gay men come to her, like, identify with it. It's just so interesting because you would think that you talk, you think everyone could identify with sex, right? Like, even right. if it's being, like, it's just so interesting that that seems to be a harder And I'm self. giving men tips at the end of the day. Like, they should, they, right. they the incels more than anybody should enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, they should. Like what, this is not even part of it, but like how, when you give men tips on, on female sex, like what would it be for them? Oh, I think mostly just finger more and take it seriously. Finger, like fingering, actual finger more. Well, not necessarily penetrate, penetrative fingering, but like external stimulation as well. I like, that's, good, I like that. that's just the serious. smallest, that's the tightest, no pun intended way to put the information <laughs> out there. And take because they, a lot of men watch porn to get their like tips from, but they should really be watching, listening to lesbians because 
right? Every I mean, guy needs so a lesbian friend. I, I think so. Everybody needs a lesbian friend. Everyone needs a lesbian friend. Oh, and probably good. a gay guy too. I mean, I not as important for me, but. Were you with men before? Oh God, no, no. Oh, <laughs> thank God. Can oh, you imagine? No. Just no, even I, from I this one Zoom call? No, I don't know what, it, I don't know what it would be like to go from like from heterosexual sex to female sex. Like we, we know someone who was predominantly with men and now is with a woman. And is sex like way different with a woman than with a man? I don't know. I guess you wouldn't, you don't know. I mean, I can call in my girlfriend. I think she's in the other room. She's bisexual. But I think, uh, I think like, I would, people get scared, dude. I get a lot of messages from people like, oh, I don't even know how to talk to a woman. Men are so easy. <laughs> That's like kind of what I hear all the time. Oh, I was going to say, do you find, do you find uh, sex with, with women different than sex with men? The answer is yes. All right. Good morning. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, so she's bisexual and I like just, okay, you guys do not have an open, open relationship. We actually do, but we, um, not for that reason. Not for that reason. A lot of yeah, people, I mean a lot of people. Yeah. Cause I think like when new, there's a lot of newly out bisexual, at least women. And I know there's a lot of open relationships happening, but she's been by a few years now. <laughs> so, so you guys have an open relationship. Yeah. How long? Oh man. I haven't even, I, I I'm doing a relationship reveal in like two weeks on my own podcast. I'm sure this will be out. No big deal, but we've it'll been be dating. Out after. It'll be, we can hold it till it'll be out like after. So we can tell them to go listen to your whole reveal. Well, yeah, my whole reveal. I'm sure your listeners are just riveted by my relationship. You know what? Life. They're fairly open-minded because oh, yeah. we do try to like, we don't try to be, we're very like, you know, we're no, I didn't mean it that way. I just meant that I'm like a stranger. <laughs> yeah, they love strangers. Um, we dated for about a year and a half uh, as the pandemic happened. And there's an age gap between us. So she, there's an eight-year age gap. So at the, it's not like crazy at our age, but. Is she older or younger? Oh, she's younger. younger. Mm-hmm. So um, she was sort of like, I feel like I'm not. You're, you're clearly ready for marriage and I feel like I'm not there yet. And so like, I need to go do some things. And it was very sad because we loved each other very much. No, I like no problems in the relationship. So it was very hard to let go. Um, and then we were apart for about a year, uh, not dating. And then we kind of started slipping up. And at the time we were like, let's just keep this open because you want your freedom still and you're still doing your thing. And I'm on the road all the time. So we'll just keep it open. Um, and then it evolved into we're like properly dating and we have an open relationship. It's, it's working really well. I, I never saw us for myself, but it, it works pretty well. So. What's an open relationship just for the people who are like, yeah. we've, we've talked about polygamy with people like there's in polygamy and open is not the same thing. No, no, especially, especially because I'm, I'm not a Mormon man. But, <laughs> oh, right, uh, it's not polygamy. <laughs> but wait, we talked to somebody. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Polyamory. 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 Thank you. Yeah, you're going to, you're definitely going <laughs> to polygamy. Yeah. I polygamy. was like, damn, she's it's open-minded about polygamy. That is why. That's a TLC that is- show. That's a TLC show, Ashley. Sorry about that. That is a full no, no, TLC no. show. I do like the idea though, that people, when you're so liberal that you become conservative, like you're so liberal 
that you then just end up being a polygamist. That's really funny to me. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's, that's funny. You're, you're like, you move from like polyamory that. into polygamy pretty quick. Um, uh, we have an open relationship, which is a little different than polyamory because we don't have relationships with other people. We'll like hook up with other people. It's, it's like very like, this is, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to say transactional in a negative way, but it's like very yeah. closed. Like, it's like, this is it as far as it goes kind of we both tell other people that we have significant others and they know, and then we tell each other when, when things are going to happen or have happened. And yeah, Ashley, you know, um, you know how it's just, I mean, it's just, it's obviously like a natural thing. Like monogamy is kind of like, it is, I mean, for Kat and I, we just think about how, you know, back in the day, you're supposed to get married one person, be with that person forever. But like so many people have urges to want to like hook up with other people or people have affairs and it's the end of the world and all of this. When you look to like, you know, you're, there's a lot of young, younger people following you. Do you think that the future is going to have all, like our kids, like we got seven kids that are, you know, the eldest is 14 right now. And we're not like, we're not telling them like, Oh, one day you're going to get married and have kids. And we're just like leaving it to them. Yeah. Like, is it going to be, do you think the future is going to be a lot more like not the pressure just to be like, you fall in love with one person, you decide. I think so. That- I feel like so many young kids are identifying as queer and some, I, I read some crazy statistic from Gallup that's like 25% of Gen Z or maybe millennial and Gen Z identify as queer in some capacity and probably means that even more of them are not saying it, you know, because that's always been my feeling is like the number would be bigger if everyone felt like they could be honest. And regarding monogamy, I, I literally never, like I was the last person that ever thought I'd be in an open relationship. I'm like somewhat jealous and um just like very I find it hard to like be attracted to other people when I'm in a relationship I I am the exact same yeah so I never thought that this would I I it really came yeah it really came because it was already and the advice people give all the time is like don't open up your relationship if things are bad like they 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 always say that and I totally not gonna fix it no way. And this really only happened because we were not in a relationship. We were seeing other people. And then we realized we were also seeing each other all the time. And we were like, oh, what if we like just like put a label on what we're actually doing? So it wasn't like a big discussion. It just sort of happened. And it's I like, do think. You're not jealous. You don't think like, oh, oh. sure. I, I sometimes I sometimes get a little okay. I sometimes get a little jealous, but like not to the point where we're having like relationship issues. It's more right. like, oh, that. Like, I'll be like, that's kind of a bummer. And like, it'll be a bummer. And then I'll like, uh, I'll process it and move on. But really only, it's only from like communication stuff. It's never the actual, like if I'm upset about something else, I'll feel it in the jealousy, if that makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I have a question. And you're not an expert in an open relationship. No, I'm really not. No yours. one take any advice from me. I, I no, really have no idea I what was- I'm doing. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Nat today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash Nat. As moms, we are often juggling a million and one things. With our kids going in a million different directions and taking care of everyone else can mean that we often forget about ourselves. It's time to reclaim a little me time with some well-deserved self-care. And for us, that doesn't have to mean a lot. It can be picking a favorite product and taking a little extra time to do our daily routine. Dime Beauty offers clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean either. They are 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. 
You know we don't have the energy to remember the order of a 10-step routine, so we love that the work system keeps things simple for us and has everything you need in one powerful package with a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Dime has over 2 million happy customers and their beauty reviews are literally all five stars. If you haven't checked out Dime, it's time. Love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. What happens if one get like has more success? No, has more success. Yeah, she is far more successful than than I am for sure. So like, if anyone's like getting the, if anyone's the loser, it's she just. You see more people than I do. But, but you I, know what I mean? Because that would be I'm hard tired. if you're sharing it all the time. If you're like, so it's like every day of the week. Yes. Oh. No, no, it doesn't feel that way. I think another piece of it is that we are naturally in the same sort of way that we approach it is the same i think for other couples it might be just like more of a minefield because maybe you have more of a more of a difference but i'm on the road and traveling all the time and and for me what i like about the open thing is that i like the idea that if something were to pop up i could i could go for it you know what i'm saying that's like or like if someone's like flirting with me i can flirt back and not feel guilty about it like, you're not tired after at the end of the night on of course the i'm like, exhausted that's why she's so doing tired. better yeah she's doing way better than i am because she doesn't have to fucking put on a show for these people i yeah. have to entertain <laughs> these guys in and order it starts to at like 2 p.m and ends at like 11 like no one yeah. realizes like a one and a half hour show is actually a 10 hour show yeah you go yeah. in so early for sound check and shit and you're in a dark theater for hours on yeah. end. Yeah. So it's like in that way, she's definitely, she's got like, cause she doesn't travel. So for her, it's just like, she's in New York. I have to find people when I'm out and about. But, yeah. So she's definitely winning, but it doesn't, yeah, it's just, I, I just really trust her. Like I, really, I just that's mature. That's a he, super mature evolved way to look at it. We, we love each other very much. And like, I know she would never jeopardize the, relationship you know what i mean i think you just have to really trust your partner i think she knows the same thing about me so. yeah i guess so this is also a super big generalization and you can like be like cat you're a total idiot oh but no, like no, i would never we have um a few gay friends and we travel with a gay makeup artist and he's like it's actually really hard to find someone who wants to commit and not have an open relationship he he struggles with it being a gay male and he's like i it's just it's very far and few between males that want to commit do you think that's like in the female world or is it? Yeah, that, the, that's definitely a gay male, a definitely a gay mm-hmm. male stereotype. And I think it's somewhat true. Um, okay. the, the lot of open relationships, a ton of open relationships. And with women, I think there's this new evolving problem where lesbians are looking for a girlfriend and all they can find are um, married women who are bisexual and looking <laughs> for a third or like a hook, like someone to hook up with basically. Uh, like in like secret in secret or no, open? not necessarily open like especially in new york open in i don't know where else in the world but maybe in galveston texas not so open um <laughs> but yeah it's definitely 
it's hard. It's weird because I think when you're gay, you don't have to play by the rules. I think it's super cool what you're saying about your kids and like not necessarily being go oh, one day. I mean, Baron, one day you'll be this, that, or the other thing. I also would love to know more about you guys. I don't know where we are in the time. I'm just like, I have questions for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I should, have re- I should have researched you more. No, no, no we, we are. don't research much either. We just conversations are so much more interesting when you don't know a lot about the people. I totally agree. I you totally ask agree. The questions people want to know that don't know them. Right. Exactly. I totally agree. That's how we do it on my podcast. That's how I justify um, being just just woefully ill prepared. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I I uh, wait. I don't remember what I was talking about. Oh, I'm just, no gay men. Yeah, no, and and that there's a lot of married women now that want to hook up with you with with les with uh, with lesbian women. women. Yeah, I I also think it's more complicated for men and women in a monogamous relationship to open something up because it's a different it would be I feel like I don't know because I feel like they're just looking they're looking to add a lesbian unless they're just looking to add a lesbian yeah I mean a lesbian would definitely fuck your wife separately from what you're doing but they they probably wouldn't come into the bedroom you need a a bisexual to get in there but um yeah it's weird I think because when you're gay there's just so few rules like you're you're so outside the norm you start to think like You start to look at all the different pieces, like monogamy, whatever, gender, yada, yada, yada. Uh, And you start, you have a little more freedom to be Mm -hmm. like, oh, this actually doesn't make sense for me. So I'm going to do it this way or whatever. So it's a lot of freedom. And I hope in in, in the future that like, like, because you get to have that being a lesbian or, you know, being uh a, a gay guy, but like, uh, I hope that heterosexual people, young people now, they don't have to, they I can do be too. more flexible. They don't have to follow the rules either. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I feel like they're starting to get it. Cause I've seen heterosexuals yeah. refer to each other as partner. And I'm like, guys, that's, that's gay. It's a gay appropriation. We invented <laughs> that. Yeah. It's like, I meet heterosexual cu- couples that I'm like, you guys are gayer than my than me and my relationship. Like I get it. You you're a guy, you're a girl, and you're straight, but like you're very hipster, alty, kind of they're vegan and shit like that. <laughs> I, I think that's me. And you know, they're in an open relationship or they're ethical, polyamorous or whatever. So there's all kinds of it's it's happening. It's starting. It's definitely starting. So Ashley, who who um who goes to your shows? Oh, a lot of young queer people, but yeah, I'm starting to get some guys, some straight guys. I kind of had a moment on YouTube, so that helped a lot with the male male population at my shows. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Um, well, are yeah. males afraid to come? Like, why, oh, I'm like, what about heterosexual Yeah, women? why are males... No, like, they just don't know I exist, I think. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, fair. But, but if they did and they were on a cruise, they would have a good time. No, they would have a great time because I have so much in common with men. Men love the way that I speak about, uh, like, relationships and women because I feel like I play... Not that there's a man one, but, you know, like, I feel like I... Well, part of the easy part about being heterosexual, besides your family not hating you, the easy <laughs> part is that you guys have like a script. You have like a yes, and of course the rules are confining, and you don't want them and rooted in. But your, consistent, yes, but consistent. You know that if a guy likes you, he has had a lot of practice asking women out. He he knows that he has to be the one to do that, and you can pretty much rely on the fact that he will do that. In the okay. lesbian world, it's just the Wild West um, and no one can make eye contact with each other. I mean, women have a real hard time. Women have a really, really hard time figuring that stuff out. Like, really? oh, what should I say? They're Because they're, they haven't been socialized to approach. Right. So that's yeah. like, uh, yeah. That oh, so sense. like even in the pursuing, a man knows exactly what to do. Like usually a male will pursue. Although every movie he's ever watched is yeah, exactly. pursuing. So and yet they're still like, not good at it sometimes, which is I've never thought about it that way. You're right. They should be better. They should be really they good. They should be better. <laughs> well, that's why I think open relationships for um for uh heterosexuals would be a lot more complicated because it would usually the script would be the male would go and pursue a bunch of females and the female would have to go right. find Right? Like you would think of that too. The female would have to go pursue a guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's confusing. And it'd be, I think it can be very tough because men can, again, these are generalizations, but it just feels like men can be. Well, safer. Imagine us going around and sleeping with a bunch of men. It's not that safe. Like, no, that's not. Know, yeah, they're right. Yeah. And I also think go there's, home probably, with strangers. there's probably like a double standard with the sexuality portion of it. Like, like just like who can be more quote unquote promiscuous or whatever. Yeah. Um, liberal. More liberal with their yeah with their with their or just sexuality. Like even trying to get I don't know. I I don't maybe maybe actually it would be easier for the women because maybe the guys would be like, oh I don't want to get involved. So this is actually great. She's already well, got a husband. But they just don't want to get murdered in the process. Right, right, for sure. I never had to <laughs> die. I've literally never met a woman where I thought, oh I could die. Like I've never Yeah no and every guy if we walked down the street like they could kill us. Like <laughs> yeah like, yeah can't even walk down a dark street without being like, oh shit, I'm done right now. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh yeah. 
I could die right now. No, it's true. It's like really scary. I've never had, I've never been on a date with a man. So I've never, but. Oh yeah. You you don't, you you tell them like, you know, it's like always a safety issue. You're like, where are you? Who are you with? Can I track you? It's not like, it's crazy what girls go through. Even like our daughters, we track who are 13 and 14 and barely dating. And we're like, who are you with? Where are you going? I definitely had a, a, a false sense of like, uh, I would hurt them if they ever tried and you know what I mean? Like I was never like, oh, you're gonna take advantage of me and well, I just now in my adult life, I know where to hit you so you can't get out. <laughs> Don't want to be in an apartment, you know. Anyway, wow, there's so much we yeah. can go so through. Your podcast is a we it called We Are Having Gay Sex. What having gay sex. It's for everybody. It's just a comedy podcast, and you know, a lot of the podcasts out there center around relationships and dating and stuff like that. I just have I'm just gay, so the it's a, it's really fun and you learn a lot, honestly, but it's a comedy podcast. We really, like, do you mean like learn a lot, like technicality, like, or like emotionally, or like, what are we learning more emotionally. about? Emotionally, probably emotionally. more emotionally. And I feel like if you want, if you know someone in your family who is gay, it's a good place um, to pick up language, I would say. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's helpful. And, a and funny just to way. learn a baseline, just to get a baseline understanding of someone's experience. Cause we have like. It's like 150 episodes. It's 150 different guests from all over the sexuality spectrum. So like we've got trans folks, we've got non-binary folks, gay men, lesbians, bisexual people. Like you got any heteros or or they're just yes, boring? yes. We all actually like a couple times a year we bring we bring out the straights. <laughs> Twice um, a year, we bring the out straight. the straights. We talk to them about their vanilla sex. They're some of my favorite episodes because they ask questions and mm. and like the questions that they ask are like so interesting to me because I'm always like oh yeah that would be that would be like confusing for you or whatever so yeah uh, and honestly I feel like so many heterosexual people like even like at you know at our age the questions that come out of our mouths must kind of sound like like a child asking because the experience is is so low in just the conversation and the education and so you must have to sort of answer everything with like a I'm gonna be kind here. No, we <laughs> take well, it easy we, on you. We have a bit. I, I am of the opinion that like there is no stupid question because we the baseline educate. First of all, sex ed in America is just an absolute catastrophe, and so for gay people, it's it's you guys. I don't know what it's like in Canada, but we're we're better, not great. Yeah. But I I did. We had a debate the other day about virginity. Now we don't believe in virginity. We don't think it's a thing. I don't believe you can lose it. I, but but it was, we had a debate and that was like, well, you, penetration means you're like, and I'm like, that's yes. not possible because some lesbians would, will never be yes. penetrated by a penis. So they're still, are they virgins for virgins? Whatever that word I'm is. I'm going to heaven. I don't know what you guys are doing, but I am, I'm living a sinless life. No, I, I, exactly. <laughs> I, I think of it as like a spectrum because yeah. whenever you feel comfortable, whenever you're like, oh, I'm very comfortable having sex. I think that that's your virginity or whatever. It might yeah. take multiple I even people. Mean like if you, people are like, let's do anal instead of the vagina. I'm like, that's still sex people. Or like, yeah. I'm like a blowjob is still se- like, you know, teenagers yeah. are like, oh, I haven't had sex, but I've given a blowjob and I've had anal. I'm like, that's sex. Like, yeah, yeah. Let's not, let's get, not get confused by the definitions here. Yeah. I mean, that's with, that's with kids. And that, I mean, that's like a different, that's like kind of a different thing, but I think with the adults that I'm I'm talking about, I'm always like, you're, it's like, I'll have young, we call them baby gays, you'll have baby gays write in and be like, was this sex? And I'm like, well, did it feel like sex? If it felt right. like sex, it was probably sex. 
Whereas yeah. if it was like just like a quick hand job in the back of someone's car, maybe that didn't, and everyone's got their clothes on and only one person comes, maybe that's not sex. Maybe that's yeah. like, that's just, you know, a hand job or whatever. But yeah. 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 So your I podcast is like, do you give advice to parents? Yeah, bad advice. (laughs) (laughs) Like not advice, like not expert advice, just like, no, not, we have a sex Friday. So on Fridays, we, we record every day. We have four four days days a week. week. That is insane, dude. I know. How do you do this? I I don't know. You know what? Once we used to do Facebook live every day, but that kind of dies. This was such an easier way for us to do content. And then we go on tour but well, besides the fact for the podcast that like each day has a different topic. So one is more of parenting. One is a chat with us. One has a guest and then one Fridays or sex. Okay. We found out that if you make, you can make this much on a podcast. If you double it, you could make double that. If you triple it, you can make triple it. Kat and I are not sitting around leaving any money on the table. We're like, I mean, if your listeners want to listen four times a week for me, I, we do, we do hour and a half long episodes with a guest. Oh. So maybe well, if I, thir- ours are 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's very economical. You're only recording two hours a, you know, a week. a week. So, but I mean, there's a lot more that goes into it, obviously. But that's like super cool. Good for you guys. I, and I, I mean, uh, it's only half an hour. It's really only half an hour more than you because you're doing an hour and a half, and we're doing two hours. We just it's like we can just only pop in because we're chasing these pe- children and dogs and husbands yeah, yeah. all around the world. So we have like 30 minutes popping and do shit. Where so you know this zoom call is going to end. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say, where can we find you? Because Ash Gavs, think- if you just search Ashley Gavin, I'll come up. I'm dropping a special in the spring. I would love for your listeners to go and listen. It's just yes. a comedy special. Like you'll we enjoy love comedy. It. Where? It's on YouTube. It's going to be on YouTube. If you just search Ashley Gavin, you can get a text from me when it drops if you go to my website, Ashley Gavin. Okay, so full disclosure, that cut off really fast because Nat and I didn't upgrade to the um, premium Zoom and the recording cut off because we only had 10 more minutes to record or, or something and then it just ended. So... I think we said everything we needed to say. It was a great podcast. Ashley, you're amazing. Um, Go check out Ashley's podcast. And we hope you're all having an amazing day, whatever you may be doing. Until next time, y'all.